Hey everybody, welcome back to FNA Van Life, the podcast. I'm Frankie. And I'm Alex. And today we're going to be talking with two of our friends that we met actually online and we've met over here in Washington area. Yeah, um, we met them over a year ago when we were both still building out our vans. Yeah. Um, Frankie and Dominic started talking in like an online forum for Sprinter Vans. T1N Sprinter Vans <laughs> on Facebook. That's the type of engine that we have. Yeah. And so they were kind of back and forth and, you know, video chatting about how do you set up a plumbing system and like, are we doing this right? And yeah, I think I helped them hook up the, uh, the heater inside the van because he was struggling with that so we actually video chatted and I showed him how to do it and sure enough he was able to take care of that which is super cool because we just connected online on this little Facebook group and who knew that we would eventually meet up I mean I guess you're hoping for that with the fact that we're both turning our lifestyles into this van life lifestyle right which is you know pretty unique in itself I guess mm -hmm. it's starting to grow a lot more now but you know at that time it was still a bit smaller than it is now. Well, and for us, too, it felt a bit fringe because nobody that we knew had ever done it. So we didn't have any real-life examples of friends or family or mm. even, like, friends of friends mm -hmm. who were in van life. In our immediate area. So, like, the only things that we ever seen in this kind of lifestyle were people living out of RVs. Yeah, like, on the streets of New York, more in, like, a... Uh, not moving travel, like it's like a ooh, this is my last resort. Yeah. I'm gonna live in this RV on the side of the road yeah. forever. I think there was maybe one person that we might have came across that lived on Gertzen Avenue where we lived. That oh, but that it was, wasn't. Uh, it was a choice for him at least. Yeah, you know? but like that, like it was like that van never moved. Oh, that RV, yeah. No, that moved. RV never no, moved. No, it stayed ever. there. I mean, he moved it to go get gas or fuel for the <laughs> generator, and that was and that was it. it. Yeah. So, not the kind of van life experience that we were going That's for. That's a very stationary van life. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that as well, you know. Um, but the way that we wanted to live it and the way that um, a lot of people in this van life lifestyle want to live it is by moving and traveling and seeing many different places and and uh, just enjoying the, that experience. And with that being said, uh, we're going to be talking about how you can make some money on the road today. Dominic and Alexandra have a awesome understanding of how they make money on the road and how their business is doing way better um, via van life and whatnot. Mm -hmm. uh, but as of right now, Alex and I are over at Bob and Leanne's house. I don't know if you've seen the video, but you can go check it out on FNA Van Life where we go over their truck camper and we, we do a virtual video of their truck camper and the tour. Yeah, so Bob and Leanne, we met them randomly at a campground, actually. We weren't staying at the campground. There's, like, a hike by there, and mm -hmm. so we went to do the hike, um, and we ended up, you know, hanging out a little bit and using the bathrooms, and they have a little dog that looks kind of like Paco, and so we started talking with them, mm -hmm. um, and then... We, you know, she was like, oh, do you want to see our camper? Like, we just renovated it and all this stuff. And we're like, sure. So we had a look and we we're like, wow, this is beautiful. And I'll be honest. I don't think I thought much of the truck camper in the beginning before I saw it. And then well, from the like, outside, it's kind of like, like, it's a very, it's very know, basic truck camper, camper, you know, that like off white, big boxy, yeah, yeah. like funny, like 1980s lettering of like, yeah bit rude on the side and you're like okay like it's a truck camper it's a truck camper and then we walked inside and i was kind of blown away to be honest with you so definitely go check that out at fna van life on youtube so we 
met them there, we filmed their van tour, and then we kept in touch, and they commented on one of our YouTube videos, you know, like, even if we don't win the solar panel, because we're doing giveaway, it's mm -hmm. over today, sorry about that, so, um, but they were like, oh, even if we don't win, like, you guys should come and check out oh, yeah. our place, they live in a floating home. And it is absolutely beautiful, yeah. I mean, she sent Alex a picture, and Alex was, like, blown away by their living room. But yeah, she's like, oh, here's our living room, we're watching football, and I was like... Well, yeah, I want to come visit. That's great. <laughs> I think they were enticing us to come. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, don't worry. We don't live in a hovel. <laughs> yeah, but they're, honestly, they're super sweet people. And that's the thing about this whole van life experience is you meet people all over the place and you create these friends that you now become friends with out of nowhere and next thing you know you're at their house just hanging out with them yeah so we had a really nice dinner with them last night um and then ended up chatting until way too late and so today we're gonna go and meet them for breakfast mm. and probably go out for a kayak would be really nice yeah and then well so the whole thing is they live in a houseboat but it's not a houseboat like you would think as a houseboat. It's li literally a house built on a barge. Mm -hmm. And so the houseboat can move. They actually, maybe about a year ago, moved from one anchorage to another yeah. by tugboat. Yeah, you have to have a tugboat pull. Yeah, so it's not like... It's not like a houseboat that's like a boat that's a house. It's a house that's a boat. Yeah. So it's in, you know, a marina, and it has its slip, and you can definitely... You know, there was one point last night where we were sitting at dinner when the plants hanging from the ceiling were, like, Rocking swinging back and forth. Yeah, and I was like, oh. A boat went by. Yeah. A boat went by and created that little bit of a wake. Yeah. And you saw everything sort of moving. I mean, that has to be pretty cool at night. Like, you're just sort of sleeping, and then all of a sudden you get that, like, little tiny bit of the motion of the ocean. It's probably so <laughs> soothing. They probably sleep yeah. so well. Yeah. So it's a really cool, another, like, alternative lifestyle. Like, yeah. now I'm like, ooh, do we need a houseboat? Like, that sounds awesome. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Yeah, so anyway, so we're with Bob and Leanne now, um, but back to Alexandria and Dominic. Yeah, we'll talk about a little bit about us and like, you know, plunging into this lifestyle for us was a big change in our lifestyle, one, <clears throat> and two, we now fully submerse ourselves into YouTube and making videos and living this lifestyle. So we started being able to focus all of our attention and whatnot on making money on the road and YouTube in general and it's really exploded in a sense for us in such a very short period of time mm -hmm. and yeah we might have things helping us out like for instance COVID is helping us out because people are sort of staying inside and are more stuck to you know watching videos on YouTube and things like that so maybe yeah, but that's helping maybe, us. Maybe but then we also met some another really big YouTuber when we just happened to be on the road we parked next to them and they had like a crazy camera set up and mm -hmm. Frankie was like wow man like nice camera mm -hmm. um, and just started chatting and he has a really big channel and so he gave us multiple shout outs on his channel and told everybody that follows him to go follow us and we were just blown away by that support yeah so putting ourselves in these situations to meet people because also another reason that the channel is doing so well is the van tours mm -hmm. and there's no way that we would have been able to get that kind of content <clears throat> if we weren't traveling yeah. full-time so basically the we like one or two of our van tours have been pre-arranged but the majority of them are literally just people that we've met on the road. Yeah. Like, in a parking lot, at a trailhead, you know, just, like, very randomly meet these people. Mm -hmm. And if we weren't 100% in van life, 
traveling, moving, exploring, we would have never met these people and had the opportunity to make the videos. Yeah, and, and we get something really cool out of this is we get to meet new people and we get to see the way they live and we get to hear about why they chose this life. We get to hear about like what they're still doing for work and all these different things. So we get to actually get a really big understanding of all the different types of jobs that are out there that you could do. Um, and we get a really good understanding for just the people within this community. And it seems like everybody is super nice and everybody really just wants to go out, have fun, enjoy nature, enjoy each other's company and just be happy, mm -hmm. you know, and it really drives all that together. Um, and fortunate for us with us traveling, we started doing the van tours, like Alex said, and it wound up being something that we enjoy doing. And then also on top of that, it brings a lot of attention to our channel, which helps the vlog and things like that. But uh, yeah, we, we are very fortunate to have gotten these opportunities mm -hmm. and hopefully they continue to come throughout time. Right. So just like Alexandria and Dominic, which you'll hear, their business has exploded since they went full time on the road. Yeah. And because they're in health and wellness, you know, maybe that has a bit to do with COVID as well. Um, because, you know, people are thinking more about their health and wanting <sighs> to make changes in that regard. And I think that a lot of people were lost with time. Like they were so busy in their everyday life and going to work and like, you know, not having enough time to actually focus on themselves. And then they now have a lot so of people much time have a to bit focus. More more time to yeah. focus on themselves, yeah. So. And also the the reality that like you need to be healthy because if you're not, something like this virus could come and just and knock you out. You. Yeah, yeah. destroy you. So anyways, so their business has very much grown since they've moved into the van and committed full-time. Dominic quit his job and joined the business, and they have been doing really well. Um, and so the same is true for us. When we first jumped into van life, both of our channels were not making really any money at all. Mm -hmm. Like, we w I would see a paycheck, like, every third month, and it would be, like, $100. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and I'd been doing it for, like, four years. Mm -hmm. And so now we're at a point where every single month we're earning enough income to cover our basic expenses, yeah. which is huge for us because, you know, we've talked about this before on the podcast, how we saved so much money to be able to travel full-time. Mm -hmm without any income like we're like okay we're gonna travel for a year we're gonna have we're gonna like have the savings have the savings so that we can afford to travel for a whole year um but now that savings is being replenished every single month so as long as our budget stays low we can really continue traveling indefinitely now mm -hmm. because youtube is paying our bills yep. and i think what i've seen is that the younger people doing van life have a much more virtual money-making mentality yes. than the older people doing van life. Uh, well, and so, like, I want to circle back real quick because you said the older people doing van life. Like, if you are in a virtual person, you could still go on Craigslist and find a plethora of jobs and things that you could do in areas that you could pick up for a day, make 200 bucks, and keep moving. Right. And there is camp ground sites that you could go work at and there's so, so many, many like seasonal jobs like if you wanted to go work for a few months in the summer in a really busy town and or say like, like oregon yeah or in the winter you there. could find like a ski job or like there's so many especially ways now actually with the with the whole fact that other countries can't come into the states or into canada or for the ski business these, specifically yeah, for yeah. the ski business specifically they're looking for 
uh, uh, people of the con- of the state, even right. you know, or even locals, the county or yeah. locals to come and do those jobs. Because usually, well, I don't know if you guys know this, but ski resorts. There's like this whole um, global kind of business exchange where when the snow is good on the southern hemisphere, people will go there and work at the ski resort. And then when vice versa, everybody from, you know, the southern hemisphere will come to the northern hemisphere to work the winter up in America and Europe and all those places. Yeah, so that's why so, like, in the winter in America you have a lot of like New Zealanders and and people from Chile and Australia and places like that because they're having their summer now and those people want to be in the winter time. Yeah, so that is kind of cut off now because international travel is obviously you know, not great right <laughs> Obsolete now. at the moment. <laughs> so there are a lot of opportunities to make money on the road but Virtually, there are even more ways to make money on the road because if you have a skill like graphic design or copywriting or ghostwriting or, you know, funnel making or, you know, all of these virtual jobs, mm-hmm. you can literally work from anywhere. You know, if you want to invest in a big cell phone booster like Alexandria and Dominic have, you can do that. You can get internet yeah. in so many places. Mm-hmm. You know, beef up your cell phone plan, get your mobile hotspot rolling, um, and then you can literally work from anywhere, anytime. Yes. And the beautiful thing about that is that, like, for Frankie and I, our schedule is to wake up early, work for two hours, you know, editing or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Then we can go out, enjoy a hike, enjoy the day. Mm -hmm. You know, if we're with friends, we can go hang out with them, you know, do all this stuff. And then... You know, because you never know what the day is going to bring in van life. Yeah. And so sometimes, you know, if you meet somebody and then you end up hanging out with them and then you end up doing stuff, you know, if if we didn't have the schedule of waking up early and working every morning, we might not get the opportunity to work that day. Well, yeah, because then you you push those tasks back because you meet new people and you don't want to lose that experience of, you know, getting to know these people. Um, So, yeah, you definitely push things back when you you have these opportunities. So like Alex is saying, when we wake up early and we have those extra two hours to work, you know, in the morning before we step outside and start our actual day, you know, it it makes a huge difference. So, um, yeah, guys, just wake up a a few hours early and you'll get way more done than you'll expect. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that that is one thing that was eye-opening to us is how much we actually got done in those two hours. Yeah, it's a really good time to just, like, drill in and, like, because there's no other distractions. Yeah. So you can just literally be like, okay, for the next two hours, I'm editing. Yep. And that's it. Yep. And then just, like, crank it out. hmm Yeah. But so anyways, let's get into the conversation that we had with Alexandria and Dominic when we were touring their van. We asked them the question, why van life? And here's their answer. I have to ask the question, uh, why van life? Like, what made you choose this lifestyle? And, um, yeah. Good. Well, honestly... It would be better for you to explain because it well, was his initial idea. Yeah, he brought me true. on board like four, five, probably six. I don't know. <laughs> lots of years later. Yeah. So for me, like <laughs> I originally already, I've had three different fans or two different fans before this one that were like, you know, uh, one was a 99 Econoline. The other was a 2000 Chevy Express. Okay. Like just to travel in. We took both of them across country a couple of times. Just because it was something I really enjoyed doing. I enjoyed, like, that whole atmosphere. And then 
when we started working online and we were fully online, it just made more sense to leave LA and, you know, start this and pursue this. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of convinced her on that. Nice. Over time. I will admit it was easier to convince me because when he first started talking about this, we were dating in high school. Mm -hmm. And he wow. was like, this is my idea for my life. And this was before van life was big. He wanted to take a year and travel the country in, like, an Econoline van. Yeah. And I was like, huh. <laughs> so it wasn't until, like, since then, I mean, we had been together. This was probably six years later. Van life started to become a thing. And then it was, like, showing up on the internet. And, like, it was pictures of this. Mm -hmm. So then it was easier for him over time to convince me when Absolutely. we moved all online. Yeah, because now started. everything looks like a home now. Yeah. It looks more yeah. like realistic living quarters rather than, yeah. like, the older vans that may have just had, like, uh, a chair that folded down into a bed. Or, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, mm -hmm. like, those, I think, were meant more for a weekend warrior type of stuff yeah. where this is more meant for a living out of for a long period of time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that makes a huge difference for a lot of people changing to come into this mm -hmm. space as well. Mm -hmm. uh, it just feels way more comfortable now. Yeah. Uh, I showed her enough pretty pictures. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I can, maybe I can dig this <laughs> if you build it. Yeah. <laughs> if you it's build realistic. it, she will come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's not <laughs> Yeah, and nice. that's kind of where I think that whole idea... Did she come out of a cornfield, too? Well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But I think, honestly, like, what and ended up selling me wasn't just the fact that it could feel like a home and, like, oh, hey, no, you actually have a bathroom. You don't have yeah. to go in the woods every day. So, like, it wasn't just that, but it was when he started to explain the freedoms that we would have. Yeah. Because, like, that's what I like to say my entire life is about chasing freedom for us our family and for others mm. and so like how can we find those freedoms so when he started to talk about this as the freedom of we can go wherever we want to go we can decide where we want to have a house to live wherever we want to live we can experience whatever we want to experience this became our freedom van mm -hmm. and so i just that's what i started to associate it with and so if that's just one more level of freedom on top of time freedom financial freedom all those mm -hmm. different things it made the most sense and now it's like home so now we talk about like oh now we have the freedom to purchase a house wherever we want but why do we want to purchase our house like this is our home yeah, yeah. <laughs> if anything we'll build another van so with that being said it gives me two questions that come up in my head one did you name the van and what's the name and the second question would be is how do you give others the opportunity to live a more free life you know because that's what you were saying you guys do for work so yeah. i'm interested in that as well yeah so the name is Jeremiah. Okay, and why? And it actually says it right there. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you got that in many I shots. I did, yeah. Many shots. Do you want to explain um, why? So that was, it, both of us have a, a history and a background in faith. And so Jeremiah was the name that we pulled because as this was becoming a thing and the business that we were running was taking off and we were starting to lead and help people in that life of freedom from like every age range. I mean, we're talking, we help people from 85 years old all the way down to, I think, 14. Huh. And so like, I started to have a lot of those incompetent feelings and a lot of, what are we gonna do if we're in a van? Where are we gonna go? And, and I started to micromanage and plan, hmm. um, which is my default. I like mm -hmm. to control things. Mm -hmm. And so um, that came from a verse from the Bible in the book, Jeremiah. And it's where 
it simply says, don't tell me you're too young. Go where I tell you to go and say what I tell you to say. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, that kind of sums up this van. Mm-hmm. You go, go wherever we go. are told to go and say whatever we're told to say and, and don't make the excuse of an age. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I believe I'm getting a little, you know, goosebumps <laughs> on my neck and stuff right now. Cause I mean, we, we pray every, every time before we eat and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're very, uh, just, we're very spiritual, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. you know, we, we definitely believe in, you know, uh, there's something out there guiding us for sure, you know? And, and I think that everybody, you know, I wish everybody could have that feeling, mm-hmm. you know, and, and be able to express it and understand it like how you guys are to be able to travel and, yeah. you know, spread this message that you guys are trying to put out there for like your business and mm-hmm. help helping people with health, you know, and, yeah. and whatnot. And I think even outside of the realm of faith, there's a lot of real world application because, I mean, we help people of all different backgrounds and beliefs. Mm -hmm. Um, That's just what we choose to believe and center our life around. So, like, in real world application, think of all the excuses that you put up. Like, for us, or for me, I should say specifically, it was my age because I feel too young and incompetent for a lot of the stuff I do. Mm -hmm. It abolishes that excuse. It's just saying, hey, don't, don't put those excuses there. Go where you feel led to go. Do what you feel led to do. Mm-hmm. Say what you feel led to say. Like, which, whatever power, being, belief, intuition, gut feeling, mm-hmm. there's a reason that's there. Let's follow that and see where it leads. Correct. So mm-hmm. this is like our, let's follow that and see what happens. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I, I mean, I guess the main <laughs> message here is for everybody to really just explore those those options, the ability mm-hmm. to move around where you want to go be able to say what you want to say and live and ex- how you want to live. Explore you know? that gut feeling. Explore that, that feeling that you I get. feel like everyone gets. Everyone has that. Yeah. That's something that's stirring inside of them mm-hmm. one way or another to do something, to start a business, to mm-hmm. start van life, to um, get married, meet a girl, whatever. Do any of those types of things. There's always a stirring in your gut. And I think when we lean into that, that's when we have like true success and th- true um true improvements in life i yeah. think when we lean into that weird feeling yeah i mean the, the uncomfortable feeling is the the uh, you know there's, there's those quotes that are like anything worth doing in life is uncomfortable or mm-hmm. it makes you feel nervous or it makes you feel these different types of ways and i, I believe the same thing like yeah. when you really lean into those type of things yeah. like for instance for us a lot of that is van life you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know making these videos and doing things like that um that's leaning into an uncomfortable situation you know because you don't know what you're gonna get anyway. and that's you know yeah. what i mean and when you're and, uncomfortable that's when you grow yeah yeah and yeah. and the people around you get the opportunity to grow too because mm-hmm. naturally that's the vibe that winds up happening you mm-hmm. know Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad that you guys saw the living van life and <laughs> and uh, that we happen to be doing it around the same time. Absolutely. And we're able to connect, you know, through Facebook and whatnot. You know, it's a good thing for T1 social ends. media outlets. T one ends. Yeah. T one ends is where it's at. You know. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Let's circle back to the business because yeah. I think what's unique about you guys too is that you are working remotely on the road Mm -hmm. full time a lot of van lifers are kind of just enjoying or you know exploring or they work you know at a particular place for a couple months save up Mm -hmm. some money and keep going but Mm -hmm. you guys are actually running a business Mm -hmm. while you're traveling so how has that been in terms of like internet and things like that and just like the growth of your business since you kind of Mm -hmm. you know moved into the van so when we we're living in California. Um, I was working full time as an electrician, and two years ago, two and a half years ago now, yeah, two and a half. Two and a half years ago, she started building a business online, um, and 
that was kind of it, it was really my side hustle and her like full time. I just I was like, hey, we can make this work and you go full time immediately, even though we weren't making any money yet. Um, and in that time, you know, she she grew exponentially, and that really just kind of blew us away on that. Mm -hmm. And she was already all online. Um, do you want to go into like what we do and? Yeah. Um, well, and to your point of working through van life, um, I know a lot of people who decide to work a little bit and then go and then work a little bit and go, we work on the road. So since doing van life, we're almost a year in and we have actually probably tripled our work in helping people. Yeah. So our least. business, um, everything's virtual. So that's why we have like a crazy cell booster. Um, mm -hmm. we do one-on-one -on -one virtual coaching. So that means, you know, any given day we'll be on video calls, um, text messaging people, Facebook messaging, or on like an actual phone call. Um, and so we help people find that break breakthrough and that freedom in different areas of health. Mm. So whether we're talking about physical health or healthy mind or healthy finances, you know, all these different areas, just one-on-one -on -one coaching to each individual needs. So especially right now with the pandemic this year and health coming to the forefront of everyone's mind, we've been doing a lot of busy work. fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it allows you guys to grow really, really fast. Just yeah. everybody's second thought or even their first thought might be, oh, I got to think about my health and mm -hmm. what issues I'm going through. And a lot of people have been forced to sit down with their thoughts. Yeah. You know, so that's another huge thing is I'm sure a lot of uh, mental health stuff mm -hmm. has been coming up just due to that. Yeah. Well, and people now have the time. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of who we work with and who, is o who we have always worked with is people who don't have a lot of time. So mm -hmm. how can we make this manageable in a busy schedule, mm -hmm. which is the opposite of van life where you have yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah, correct. But the entire world got a taste of, okay, time's no longer a reason. Like yeah. I have all the time in the world. I mm -hmm. can grow through this and, and come out better on the other end. Or I can just, like you said, sit with my thoughts and and, and you dwell know, through it. Dwell through it and mm -hmm. gain the COVID-20 and mm -hmm. all those yeah, other yeah, things. Correct, for sure. <laughs> um, so we, with the cell booster, we can pretty much work from anywhere. Yeah. Um, nice. Sometimes we have to be careful in national parks. Zoom calls can be a little rough because you're trying to do audio and video at the same time. Mm. Yeah. It, gotcha. It, as sometimes, sometimes it takes a little more planning and mm -hmm. preparation. And we can, we've gone to spots and been like, well, we got to leave at a certain time because we do have Zoom calls and things mm -hmm. like that. But you definitely plan around that. You expect that. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why we really, we try only to work only a couple hours per day. Or we'll we'll, we'll pack a day and then we're pretty much free the rest of the week. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. That's one of the nice things about controlling our schedule. Yeah. Is, A, we love what we do. So we want to create time for it because mm -hmm. it's extremely fulfilling helping people you know, win and have these successes mm -hmm. and find that freedom and, and unlock new doors in their life. So we want to do it, but at the same time, we can, like you said, compartmentalize where we can decide I'm going to work three hours every day this week mm -hmm. and then look at all the hours you have to go play. Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is I mean, <laughs> and you're already parked yeah. up somewhere really pretty. Yeah. yeah. So as soon as the Zoom call's done, you can just walk outside and go do something awesome. Yeah. yeah. And the way I, I described it, um, because we do help people as a way of finding that freedom, build this same style mm -hmm. of business. Mm -hmm. And so one of um, our business partners that I'm helping and teaching and growing right now, 
I explained it to them. I was like, I get to choose the view out of my office window every day. Yeah, that's Absolutely. A, that's amazing. I yeah. Think. yeah, I mean, there was and we've one... had mountains, we've had lakes, <laughs> we've had ocean, we've had yeah, there everything. was C- cities. You know, cities. he's had all different types of stuff. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. There was one day we were in the Grand Teton. We've had Walmart too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 we've definitely had that. Yeah, every van lifer's yeah. had Walmart too. Yeah. Used twice. Um, but there was one day we were at the Grand Tetons in Wyoming, and I got to open up the back doors and I worked a full day of work mm-hmm. and so we were pretty much sitting in the same spot and I was doing mm-hmm. calls but it was super fulfilling so it fulfilled my heart and fulfilled my spirit mm-hmm. and then the next day I took the entire day and got to go climb a Teton. Yeah that's amazing. Yeah mm-hmm. so it's like it's these experiences and freedoms that if I can do a little bit of work yeah. and be super fulfilled and feel like I'm doing work of purpose mm-hmm. and then I get to go play whenever I decide to play of course I want to keep doing this as I'm going. And yeah. then it gives me, since you, you know, we're talking about, you know, we have more of a budget because we have a regular income. Yeah. Now I have freedom in my budget too. So mm-hmm. that like when we decide we're in a really pretty area, but, oh, there's a ton of smoke. Let's just go get an Airbnb. So we're yeah. not in the van. Yeah, yeah. So that our lungs are okay. Better, better air quality. <laughs> yeah. yeah sure. uh-huh. Or, hey, let's go ahead and move out of the smoke if we can yeah. better air travel east or whatever it is <laughs> yeah there's so many different options now at that point um that brings me to just the thought of like uh, a college student you know wanting to live this lifestyle per se uh it seems like that you guys get enough uh service and whatnot for you to you know do your business i i would assume that college would be very similar to the type of stuff that you do in the sense of like calls and video chats and you mm-hmm. know getting internet access hasn't seemed to be too difficult right no. i don't think so yeah no. yeah cool. i mean it might if you have to be live like with a video on for mm-hmm. a class mm-hmm. you'll probably hear them just fine but if you're not speaking or giving the presentation, we have yet to come into a place where we couldn't have video on where someone could see that we were present. Yeah. Yeah. It's just we may not have the best video and audio if, like, you were presenting for the class. Yeah, okay. I but then I guess if, like, you knew you were going to do something like that or for you guys, then you go to the city Area. where you know that yeah, you're going to have it rather than out in the mountains. Well, we we yeah. test it out. We, yeah. 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 We've done testing zooms where i'm over there and she's over here <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah just Who's to got the better sure. service yeah, yeah. yeah. make sure that it works mm-hmm. for you know the people we're working with yeah for sure or in a pinch we've done panera starbucks yeah. mm-hmm. mcdonald's whole anywhere foods. that's whole yeah, yeah i didn't know about whole, whole foods, foods yeah, has amazing internet yeah. Yeah, yeah amazing and we were literally able to upload videos which is a very oh, wow. hard task yeah. and upload video at a very high speed that's amazing which oh. was impressive yeah we hung yeah. out at whole foods for a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, oh, we would go great. and then come back to it. Yeah. And we would walk inside and purchase yeah. something, you know, and uh-huh. all the people there were, it would said two hours, but if you can't go inside and work inside, they're not going to get mad at you for sitting outside and working. Yeah. You know? Well, and also, I just found out, um, I think we were in Idaho, Idaho when I looked it up. Google now, if you search like mom and pop coffee shops, yeah. I would much rather go there. I'm not a Starbucks yeah. coffee fan. Us too. No hate mail, please. To a van. <laughs> um, but if you look up the places, a lot of times Google will now list if it has free Wi-Fi or not. Mm-hmm. Cool. So you can actually search free Wi-Fi around me, and it'll show you any restaurants or anything. That's cool. Right mm-hmm. on Google Maps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dope. 
and back to freedom in the budget it's though it's like being able to just go do wherever you go where you want and do yeah what, what you, you need to do mm -hmm. and you know, at like, no expense like it's okay you could just go and you know yeah. i want to go ride a jet ski today damn you're on a jet ski <laughs> that's how we I ended up go... with the paddleboard because yeah. we were in florida and i was like i need a paddleboard mm -hmm. and so we ended up with a paddleboard perfect yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. so i got a question for you guys sure we often get asked how do you live with each other? Like, you're in a van, like, don't you want to kill each other, blah, blah, blah. And so you guys are living in a van 24-7 as a couple, as a married couple, mm -hmm. and then also running a business together as a married couple. Mm -hmm. So I think just either or of those could be difficult for a relationship. But now so you have a van both, in a small space. Yeah, yeah, so how is that for you guys, you know, as a relationship, as, you know, individuals What's doing this together? What's funny is we actually don't know anything different. Cause, so when I came home... Um, as an electrician to work with her full time was the exact like we so there was only one month in between that and moving into the van oh, okay um, so like because we like we could have stayed in LA but it, there was no reason to so at that point we were only like one month removed from me leaving work so we really kinda, I don't know I guess we were we've been together nine years in total mm -hmm. and we've been married four uh, so I don't know. How do we make that work? I feel like it's just something that we've always spent every day with each other, even when we were like dating at a young age. So I just think different relationships need different things. And for us, I mean, we've always been kind of inseparable as it is. And though we've definitely had some growing pains and some learning with me, like learning how to run our business and, mm -hmm. um, and build that way. But uh, we've just been inseparable from the get-go, so I guess moving into a van wasn't too difficult. I think it makes a big difference because, like he mentioned, we've been together for nine years, and we are young. So, like, we started dating in high school, mm -hmm. but we were best friends before we started dating. Like, he mm -hmm. actually had to convince me to start dating him. <coughs> um, so it's kind of ironic that we it's ended up married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, I think we just brought that friendship into our dating relationship and then into our marriage um, where we've always been really real with each other. But I think honestly something that both of us take for granted is we both are personal growth and development junkies. Yeah. yeah. And um, we always have been, especially the line of work that we're in. Mm -hmm. We need to be that just even more. So we're constantly working on ourselves separately. Mm -hmm. We both have podcasts we listen to, books, books we read, mm -hmm. um, journals we keep. So if you're constantly working on growing separately, it makes it a lot easier to grow together. Yeah. And you just know your sure. intentions going in and everything. Yeah. I mean, you know your intentions in how you're going to move in the van, whose mm. job is going to be whose job, and you're just even in our business as well. We have very defined roles. Like, we have very defined roles, and yeah. I think that's super necessary in a van because you don't want to be like running into each other all the time like we yeah. i know every day i'm cooking I, yeah. it's just something mm -hmm. i and it's something i choose like mm -hmm. it's something i want to do mm -hmm. but it's just a defined role that so like she's never trying to bump into me and cook with me and mm -hmm. i think that's the easiest way to do it is really just set like the understanding the boundaries the intentions. Yeah. It, it, it sort of sounds like to me that you just got you guys have very good communication skills with, with each other oh, as absolutely. well as you guys are both individually trying to grow yourselves mm -hmm. so you grow together and i mean i i think that's what we always try to explain to people is like always just be open and honest with your partner you know like mm -hmm. always have these um moments of like hey that bothered me 
blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. And never take what the other person's saying personally if you're the yeah. person on the other end and like take it with criticism and like constructive criticism and say, okay, you're right, maybe that was wrong, you know? And then you think about it and you go, okay, I'll never do that again or I'll do it like this so you don't feel mm -hmm. that way. Exactly. And then you get that out there in the open and then both people could go, okay, no problem, you know, mm -hmm. and then you, you just keep working forward from that. And I think that a lot of people tend to lack those skills, yeah. you know, and, and uh, it's not a dig on anyway, anybody. It's just like the lack of understanding for that, yeah. you know, um, I think that in a sense, society has sort of like pushed everybody into like, like men have to be tough and hard all the time and women have to be like uh, obeying or, or mm -hmm. however you want to say it. Uh, obedient. Obedient. Yeah. Like yeah. they, they like, oh, go cook or clean or whatever, you know, which is not how it works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you just got to really focus on the things that, that allow it all to work together. I think know? it's having a lot of compassion for each other in yeah. terms of each other's needs and each other's mm -hmm. wants and, and what they're both like kind of wanting out of this. Yeah. Well, and expectations as well. I think that was a big thing for me in the personal growth and development realm that, you know, we joke around about the fact we've had really good communication because of our strong friendship before. Mm -hmm. But if we would have tried to do this, do van life two and a half years ago, we would have killed each other in the van. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because neither of us started our personal growth journeys. You know, we just kind of like played around with it. It wasn't until we really started to dive into us separately mm -hmm. that we could do you know work on us together that had to happen before the van for it to be so seamless and even mm -hmm. had to happen before the business yeah. because we had to drop a lot of those stigmas like you're talking about yep. because i had to get really good at expressing my expectations mm -hmm. because i was taught to keep my mouth shut and just to make people happy and it was going to be okay yeah and i also had to get really good at expressing my want to control a situation mm -hmm. because I always thought that control was bad. Mm -hmm. And so to learn like, okay, confrontation isn't bad. Control isn't bad. Having expectations isn't bad, but we need to talk through those. Correct. It's the only reason that we were able to create systems and routines that we liked because I was able to look at him and go, okay, I don't know what your expectation is, but I hate to cook. Mm -hmm. And then he was able to be like, I love to cook. Yeah. Okay. You're now the cook. And honestly, yeah. you're not, Good cook. <laughs> <laughs> so many things that you are good at. Not a cooking good. is not one of them. But see, that's like the truth right there. Yeah. That was that was like that was taken in a good way. Like yeah. if she said that to me, I would laugh too. Yeah. Because you know, I I know that about myself. You know, that's okay, and I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. But like yeah. having that defined relationship allows you to be like, well, then I'm not going to cook. You know yeah, what I mean? Correct. But then you don't have any guilt or any like, mm -hmm. oh, like I should be cooking and like and I feel bad because he's cooking. And the, and, other, like, person maybe doesn't, I and the other person doesn't feel like, hey, uh, like, oh, am I not like you have to cook now, you know yeah. what I mean? Or like, I'm cooking say, all the like, time and she's you not get over here and cook. You know? exactly. Yeah, you know? but yeah. like if you talk about it, then you, you're all on the same yeah. page yeah. and you're all good with it. I'm sure there's Set definitely like those little bits of moments where like, I don't know, say you, you're not feeling all hurt or something. Yeah. And you just like, all right, I'll, I'll make oh, something absolutely. to help you out. Yeah. You know, like there's I'll always... I'll make Kodiak cakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, you're or like, or oh, sure, I've got advocate. the number of a great restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> well, and it's the same thing, like in the morning, we used to joke around that we were both morning people. No. 
I am a morning person. Mm -hmm. He only gets out of bed if I get out of bed. Yes. So it turned into a conversation with us where like, what will get you out of bed? Because it frustrates me living in a van and you're still in bed. Still in the bed. And I want to do things. <laughs> this is true. And so it became, okay, what's going to get you out of bed? And he's like, coffee. So what do I do? Our alarm clock goes off. I'm the one. in the morning. Yep, I'm the one who gets up. I'm the one who turns it off, and I make the coffee. It's yeah. like the only version of cooking that I do. Mm -hmm. She but, can boil water. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, over if she messed that up, we have issues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so it's just that was a routine that out of a conversation we were able to create. Now our mornings are so much more seamless. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and two, because you have the desk that's also a bed, mm -hmm. if he's that lounging trigger. until yeah. like 7, 8, 9, and you're yeah. like, I need my desk, like, yeah. let's get the day started, yeah. that could definitely cause some friction. And that's, that's one of the best reasons that we went with this setup is just that trigger of like, the bed is gone. I can't just lounge around. I can't just do that. I have to actually do something. It's right. Yeah, it's time to work instead of be lazy or or whatever or even it is. Get out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we we'll, we'll do the bed every day, even days we don't even work, just because, like I said, it's a trigger for us to really to start moving around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Establish some like movement. Like we even when I mean, go out and hike. Yeah, movement's super important. Mm -hmm. yes. I mean, if you lay in bed all day, do you know how you feel later on that Apparently. night or the next exactly. day? Your back hurts. Your head hurts. Like whatever. <laughs> you're it is. more tired. You're, you're than more you tired. Be. Than Every, yeah. absolutely. But it's also his way of triggering to me, hey, work is done. Mm -hmm. Because I am that personality that, like, when he used to go to work, I would work sun up to sundown yeah. because I do enjoy what I'm doing and it, mm -hmm. it does make me feel good and make me get excited and I'm playing with people I, over the country. We're built with different mindsets. I'm built with yeah. that employee mindset where if I work like eight hours or six hours or just do all my calls for the day, I'm like, all right, I'm done. I'm going to do nothing else. And, yeah. and she, her mind's like 150 miles per hour. She's like, oh, but we can do this and then we can do this and then we can do this and then yeah. we can do this. And you're like, no, well, I'll put the table away and we're and going to bed. Yeah. Like, we're, we're actually going to go to sleep now. So that's those are like another one of our triggers is when this goes away I know I need to phone turn off my electronics goes in the cabinet. they go in our work nice. cabinet like we don't keep our cell phones out while we're sleeping that's why we have an alarm clock that's not a cell phone nice. everything goes in the cabinet the cabinet gets locked my mind is shut down for the day we are not emergency on call anything mm -hmm. so no. there's no reason my phone has to be in my hand yeah. and then he just gets Last time. It has the clock on it, yeah. um, but it's just John simulated. The, the one thing we did do though is we shut off like all of our notifications and yeah, we normally we put like our phone on airplane mode yep. and things like that because we do use an app for like sound and noise. Maybe we can buy an alarm clock that's a noise machine. They yeah. have those. Thank you, Dominic and Alexandra, for that interview. That was wonderful. Guys, I really hope that this inspired you guys to find work on the road and realize that there's abundance of ability to do it out there um, you know we we are definitely trying to push you guys to get out of your comfort zone and really get yourself out there because I know it's super scary to jump into a lifestyle that you know nothing about yeah, and for us, before we started, I was really worried about ways to make money on the road, and so I wrote out a list and just thought of all the ways that I could make money on the road, and whether it was, you know, really random things like foraging for mushrooms to, like, really legitimate things like getting a job as a virtual EA, mm -hmm. you know, I wrote out this list, and I ended up with, like at least 30 or 40 different ways 
to earn money. Yeah. And when I looked at that list and I saw how long it was and how many different options there were, it really kind of alleviated any worry that I had mm. about earning money because I was like, there are so many ways to do it. Like oh, yeah. the the only thing that's limiting me is this belief in my mind that if I don't have a nine to five job, like I've always had, I won't it. be making money. Yeah. You can't make it. No. And like, maybe I won't be making as much money because you know, when you're committing 40 hours a week to something 50 weeks a year, you really, you know, you should be earning more money than if you're just, you know, working a bit here and there and picking a, a job here and there. I get that. But here's the beautiful thing about van life. Your expenses have dropped significantly. Yeah, I mean, most people out there are using 25 to 75% of their check every month to pay for their rent. I mean, that's a significant amount of money. So if you drop that rent completely out... Think about how much money you save immediately. Right. So, so, like, especially we were living in New York City. My rent originally was 1500 bucks a month. When I moved in with Frank, we had this crazy deal where we were only each paying $400 a month. Yeah, that's a $1,200 savings a month right there. It was the literally life. Like, I literally would get my checks and I'd be like... I have so much money. Like, yeah. this isn't just going out the door. This is amazing. And so, like, to find that position, being in that position in New York, renting a place, is very slim to none to get an opportunity like that. So, your op your opportunities are limited there, where if you get a van, you buy a van, you build it out, and you make it to your liking or your budget, then you have no rent at all. The only right. thing you pay for is your insurance. And you're probably paying for that anyway, because you have a car... And you live in a house. Right. And so even if, like, a lot of people might, like, finance their vehicle or have, like, a vehicle expense, mm -hmm. so your monthly expense for that should be lower than what your rent was anyway. I mean, if you're buying the top-of-the-line van, right, and you're going to pay it out for the next seven years. Which we seven, don't really recommend. We don't recommend. But even if you did that, right, yeah. your payment should be anywhere from 850 to 650 right? 650 to 850. Right. So you're still paying less than what a normal rent cost would be. Right. Even if it, even with insurance if it was $1000 a month, you're still lower than most rentals. Right. You know, in in New York at least. Right. And in and in big tri like tri-state areas. Or right. Why not? Yeah, so you can really your monthly expenses are going to be a lot lower and like even food and stuff like that. Like we had budgeted that we were like going to spend $2000 a month and then and quickly realize that things in New York are way more expensive than they yeah. are even just groceries. Like when we started traveling and like going to grocery stores in different states, I was blown away. Like these sausages, for example, these vegan sausages that we always got in New York. They're like nine dollars. They were nine dollars. <laughs> For a pack of these, and then we were out like here. Five. They're like less than five. Sometimes on sale for like three ninety nine, and yeah. we're like, freaking! I'll get two. <laughs> yeah, and that just goes with like what people are consuming out here. Like it's a they have a little bit more of a healthier um, mindset in certain places. Well, I think just like real estate in New York is so expensive that, that they have to charge a huge markup on everything because. That sausage needs to pay their twenty grand a month rent. Well, and, and think about it like this too: the person who's driving over the bridge to bring the stuff in has a sixteen dollar toll, or almost twenty dollar toll now, just to bring the food in. Yeah, you know what I mean. So there's markups on that. 
and yeah. then if they park the truck and they have to double park it a lot of the time, right. they get a, they get a you know a ticket. ninety dollars. There's all ticket. these expenses like all built extra, into your groceries. Yeah, there's all these little extra bills. But so we realized that we could live on a lot less. So our rent payment disappeared. Our monthly expenses became way more manageable and lower. We so it didn't really matter that we weren't making the same kind of money that we were making before because our lives became so much less complicated. Yeah, way less stress. And then on top of that, we were able to stop working these 40-hour jobs that were blocking us from the opportunity of growing our own business and growing ourselves and living our lives. Um, and now... We're able to have a successful YouTube channel because we're able to put more time into it. Everything in life that you want to do well in, you have to put time into it. Mm -hmm. So the fact that we were able to drop and like gain all this time back due to our, leaving our jobs, we had this opportunity to utilize all that time for, you know, doing better at our craft, getting better at our craft, and mm -hmm. now it's paying out. So if you have a dream, if you have an idea of something that you want to do, that you want to pursue, van life is one way to really cut your costs down as low as possible and then pursue said dream. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like, like we always say, save as much money as you can. If you decide you want to travel for a year or live in your van for a year while you start up the business, save as much money as you can to live in that van for a year. Do a little expense sheet. Figure out how much it is that you spend a month on food and groceries and things like that. Cut out uh, restaurants. Cut out you know all those little subscriptions that you have and focus on you and that opportunity that you want to come to light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really amazing what you can achieve when you have kind of like a clear mindset also. Mm. Like, you're not being clouded by the million things that you have to do in this job that you might not love. And, you know, it's just you are really able to just get creative, get tuned in, and then really follow your passion. I think I think Dominic mentioned it in the thing. It's like that listening feeling. to that gut feeling. <clears throat> well, those like little feelings that like make you feel a bit nervous. But you gotta lean into those feelings. Right, like I really like, want to have this. Yeah, I but want I'm scared to, make this to do it. Work. No, no, don't, don't. Like it's okay to be scared, but lean into that feeling. Yeah. Lean, get yourself feeling, you know, as uncomfortable in that sense of growth as possible, and things will happen. It just happens because it's like at that moment in time you've accepted it and you've given the opportunity to you know, come to fruition, and it does because you're allowing it to have that opportunity. Because mm -hmm. before, we didn't really have the chance to allow that well we were trying to, we were trying to you know we, and we didn't we, have the time though we were committed and we were putting out a video a week but then you know it was just it was like a half-hearted yeah. like i'm putting out a video because i have to put out a video this week and mm -hmm. i don't really you know like i don't care what it is it just has to go out i don't care about the finished product yeah like you know and i don't really have a lot of time to like promote it and do all these things that i'm supposed to do and like i think people can feel that energy of like i'm not in well it's like um what our other buddy said, Schooliana, you know, just sort of setting up a couple little props in your photo, right, makes a huge difference. Like, if you're just sitting there in your chairs and you take the photo, it's very plain and, you know... But if you put out the rug and put out the, you know, little tea set and, and put the, out and all the, the jackery food and this and, yeah. and that, and, or the Max Oak, and, yeah. and you, like, set it up a little bit, that goes a really long way because people could get a vibe for, like, 
how they can set up their stuff and like you know well it just like just it gives it, a better feeling correct and, and, and that feeling kind of comes from the effort that you put into yeah it. effort is key to yeah. everything you know? and so in van building effort is key mm-hmm. you know building a van is a really laborsome job yeah. we were talking yesterday about like imagine if we still had our 40 hour a week jobs but we were living in a van so we got rid of our monthly <laughs> expenses rent, yeah. and we were just, you know, living in the city in our van. I could have legit, like, saved quadruple the money that we were saving. Because you would have gotten rid of your car payment yeah. and yeah. your rent and payment. In, and in two years, I could have probably bought any house I wanted. Right. You know what so, I mean? Like, Especially together. <laughs> yeah. Point, you know? So, you know, there's a lot of different ways to do van life and to live van life, but we just want you guys to know that there's an unlimited way to make money on the road, whether it's a virtual business like ourselves and Dominic and Alexandria have, or it's an in-person, like if you're still going to your 40-hour-a-week job, you just have cut your expenses drastically by living in a van. Yeah. You know, this is actually a really great way to save a lot of money, mm. to lower your expenses, and to kind of free yourself from the typical lifestyle that just, we've all kind of bought into. Yeah, I feel like you free yourself from the expectations of everybody else. Right. Like, you know, you, you've you now stepped out of the box, like, that everybody's sort of so pushed to be in. Right. You know, when I was a kid growing up, my parents and my grandmother and everybody would say, go get the 9 to 5, the blue-collar job in, in the union, and, and you know, which is great. You know, I love, I love the fact that I did that, but at the same time, nobody ever pushed me to Follow your dreams. Follow, yeah, or just step outside my comfort zone and do right. something different and take a chance and, you know, see what happens out of it. Sometimes taking a chance is the, the best thing you can do, um, especially when it's meant to promote health and growth for yourself in a positive way. You know, mm-hmm. if it's something that's negative, then don't take the chance. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to, you don't want to cripple yourself in any type of way. No. You know, you don't want. But do like the thing too is like, say you come into van life and you make all these changes to get here, and then you try to make this business happen. Maybe it doesn't happen. Maybe you try a different avenue. Maybe you know, maybe you just don't like it. Maybe it's not what you thought. Correct. You can always go back to that regular yep. grind, especially if you have that money saved that we're talking about, that year's worth of savings. You just say, you know what, this isn't for me, and you get yourself a rental property or a house or whatever. Or you it just is. keep living in the van yep. and you know get a regular job. Yep. You know, this doesn't have to be a forever choice. Mm. It can be a for now choice, mm-hmm. um, and it can be an experience that will open your mind and your eyes and help you see different possibilities in the world um, and meet different people that might help you along the way or help guide you to where you're actually supposed to be. Yeah. And give yourself opportunity. Just grow, live, and learn. Mm -hmm. You know, I think those are the keys. Grow, live, and learn. Meet people. Learn from experiences of others. And that will also give you guys a much better perspective on who's out there and who the people are that you're meeting because everything online is just so surface value that you really never get to understand who the person on the other side is. So just remember, in-person talking is definitely a much better opportunity than online talking. Yeah, online talking is a bit... 
strange. It, well, yeah, you know, it's it's just very surface level. Everybody mm -hmm. doesn't. And people think just about, like throw things. Well, yeah, nobody thinks about the empathy that you're having for the person there. Right. You know, everybody everybody just automatically goes, "No, I'm right and you're wrong." You know, more so. And, right. And you know, you're just not having that that opportunity of a possible like physical altercation that might scare you into being a little bit nicer. <laughs> or even just like or... a, a verbal confrontation yeah. where, you know, you have to think and yeah. sit and relax and, and have a conversation. That's another thing I just want to say guys, before we get off this podcast is, you know, listen, have empathy, um, you know, be open to all different thoughts and ideas, allow people to speak, um, and then speak back to them. Don't yell. Speak back. Be kind. And yeah. yeah. I, th I think that you'll go a lot further in life and you'll feel a lot better about And you'll humans. learn some things too. Like we've met some people with very differing ideologies and ideas than us on the road. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of eye-opening to like hear these other points of views from people who can like reasonably articulate them and talk to you in a normal like conversation like fireside yeah. way where you're like okay I could be like I can see where you're coming from and I can understand how your experiences in life have brought you to these ideas and you know maybe they're not so crazy and maybe there is a place for some of this yeah. you know and I think it's just We've become very divided, and, you know, I don't want this to become, you know, a talk about what it's not about, but... some that we should address. Van life kind of brings everybody together in a way yeah. that you wouldn't really expect. Like, there's such a big community that we knew nothing about when we left New York. Yeah. We were very isolated. Even on the East Coast, it was kind of like, mm, not so big, but, like, now people online are telling me, oh, the East Coast community is huge. Maybe we'll find that out when we go back. Yeah. But... The community itself is very open to everybody's entitled to their own idea. It just seems like everybody's willing to listen. Yes. And I think that that is the biggest thing because you have this time with each other. Like, we spent a full week with Kevin yeah. on the road, enjoying each other's company, talking about all the different things in life and politics yeah. and religion and mm -hmm. you get to hear and understand where this other person is coming from in such a deeper way yeah. than just a Facebook post. Yeah. Well, with all that being said, I think we should sign off here and uh, we are so thankful that you guys are here listening as well as supporting us on YouTube. Uh, remember, we're FNA Van Life on YouTube as well, so go check us out. Hit that subscribe button, turn on the notifications so you don't miss anything. And yeah, we'll, we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. If you guys are loving this FNA podcast and you want more, you're in luck. We've decided to release a special, exclusive podcast every single month that's going to take you way more behind the scenes on what van life is really like. All you have to do is just join our Patreon, and we're going to hook you guys up. Patreon is a website where you can support creators that you love, hopefully like us, FNA Van Life. For a small monthly donation, you guys are going to get more podcasts from us and also direct access to our YouTube videos before they even come out. Go to fnavanlife.com slash Patreon to sign up today and get instant access to so much behind-the-scenes content.